From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. AccuWeather meteorologists warn that hurricane-force winds and dangerous storm surge could threaten Cuba and Florida this week. This is AccuWeather Daily for Monday, September 26th. Tropical Storm Ian came to life last week as the ninth named system in the Atlantic Basin this season. And while it is yet to reach hurricane strength, AccuWeather forecasters continue to caution that a substantial hurricane threat exists along the eastern Gulf Coast of the United States. After a historically quiet start to the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season, a flurry of tropical activity has changed the course of the season recently, and recently formed Tropical Storm Ian is no exception. With the looming threat of Ian to the U.S., Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declared a pre-landfall state of emergency for the entire state on Saturday afternoon and urged residents to be prepared for Ian's impacts. DeSantis also stated Sunday that he has activated the National Guard to help with the landfall, as well as power crews to aid with power renewal post-storm. The storm formed in the Central Caribbean on Friday, after the system first became noteworthy several days prior, when it remained a disorganized area of showers and thunderstorms located just east of the Caribbean Sea. Shortly thereafter, AccuWeather meteorologists recognized it as a possible threat to the United States, and that remains the case as the storm has continued to track westward. While Ian remains a tropical storm for now, forecasters caution that there is a high likelihood of that soon changing. In recent days, the storm's strength and ability to stay organized have been hindered by persistent wind shear, which frequently limits the strength of tropical systems. However, as Ian moves into the Western Caribbean, Conditions are set to become much more favorable for strengthening. A quick uptick in strengthening is expected early this week as Ian moves into the Western Caribbean where low wind shear and very warm water are in place. This will raise the likelihood of significant impacts in the Western Caribbean and eventually the United States. AccuWeather senior meteorologist Adam Dowdy explained. In just a few days, Ian is likely to be a dangerous major hurricane, Dowdy cautioned. Some of the storm's worst impacts may occur in western Cuba, where Ian is likely to be rapidly strengthening as it moves northward over the island. Because of this, a hurricane warning was issued for portions of the island on Sunday morning. Conditions in western Cuba are likely to begin deteriorating as early as Monday afternoon, with flooding rainfall and increasingly strong winds moving ashore. Tuesday morning may bring the worst conditions, with destructive winds and a storm surge of over six feet in some areas. In this area, wind gusts reaching 120 to 140 miles per hour appear likely, with an AccuWeather local storm max of 150 miles per hour possible in the most impacted spots. 
Moving toward midweek, the focus will quickly turn to the United States, where landfall is increasingly likely. Ian is expected to miss most of Cuba's high mountainous terrain that often disrupts tropical systems, allowing the storm to remain a powerful Category 4 hurricane on the Saffir-Simpson hurricane wind scale. However, what happens afterward will depend largely on the exact track that Ian takes. This will be determined by a southward dip in the jet stream across the United States, which will help act to pull the storm northward and into the coast. Just how quickly this interaction happens will determine the track of Ian, as well as how strong the system is when it reaches land. As an additional factor, more wind shear will likely be in place across the northern half of the Gulf of Mexico, which could act to decrease the hurricane's wind intensity as it nears land. Whether Ian reaches this wind shear or not could make the difference between a major hurricane at landfall or a less intense system. If the jet stream is able to dip southward early, Ian could be steered into the west coast of Florida before interacting with any wind shear, causing the hurricane to be much stronger at landfall. On the other hand, a slower jet stream arrival could allow Ian to drift toward the northern Gulf Coast, where high wind shear would drop the wind intensity prior to landfall, Dowdy explained, noting that tiny track differences could make the difference between the two scenarios. Regardless of Ian's wind speed at landfall, major impacts are likely to come in the form of extremely heavy rain, as is often the case with hurricanes. Ian's heaviest rainfall is expected to fall east of the storm's center. In this case, cities such as Tampa, Orlando, and Jacksonville could all have a general 4 to 8 inches of rainfall with locally higher amounts. Rainfall of this intensity can easily lead to street and river flooding, especially in low-lying areas. In anticipation of the rainfall and other landfall impacts, Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona Beach announced a mandatory campus evacuation for Monday. Meanwhile, coastal flooding may be an even more significant threat, regardless of Ian's ranking on the Saffir-Simpson hurricane wind scale. With several days of onshore winds, coastal flooding could be the most severe and far-reaching impact as Ian crawls northward. Due to the persistent threat of storm surge along the Gulf Coast of Florida, in addition to widespread damaging wind and flooding rainfall, Ian is a 3 on the AccuWeather Real Impact Scale for Hurricanes in the United States. The strengthening system is poised to bring yet another surge for the overall intensity of the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season, which was off to a historically slow start through its first three months. Meteorologists gauge the overall intensity of a hurricane season by tabulating a metric known as ACE, or the accumulated cyclone energy of each named storm in a hurricane season. As of September 25th, According to Colorado State University, the 2022 ACE value stood at 62.2 for the Atlantic Basin and was dramatically trailing the pace of the 2021 Atlantic hurricane season, which finished with a value of 145.7. This year's figure still trails what is considered a normal ACE value of 84.4 through this point of the Atlantic hurricane season, according to Colorado State University. But the developing storm will no doubt add significantly to that total. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or visit AccuWeather.com.